0: Hey, everybody, this is Charles Max Wood, and you're going to get kind of an extra special episode uh, this week. And essentially, the approach that I'm taking here is I'm just going to talk about a few things regarding finding a job or having job mobility. A lot of times I get asked either how do I find my first development job? Or the other question that I get asked that's also related to that is, how do I stay current? And usually the question has more to do with job mobility than anything else. And when I look at these issues, what I've realized is that in a lot of cases, yeah, people are either concerned that they might get laid off or that they may have to change jobs, that something may change at their employer, they're not happy there and they wanna move on and, or they, you know, they're looking for their first job and so people need help figuring out what to do next. And so I wrote a book. I wrote a book on how to find your dream developer job. And what's interesting is, is that kind of the common conventional wisdom in a lot of cases is to put together a resume and then send it to as many people as you can. And what you wind up doing is then waiting to get a job interview. And then hopefully you get one of those people who interview you to hire you. So the problem with the approach of sending the resumes all over the place to everybody everywhere is that you're usually targeting the companies that have run out of options. And so they've listed the job on the internet somewhere, and they're looking for just somebody who will float through the door and has the basic tech skills they need to do the job. And the problem is, is that the great places to work typically aren't, the places that are doing this kind of thing. I mean, sometimes they get to that point, even the best places do, where they're listing the job on the internet or hiring a recruiter to find and bring people in, right? But most of the time, those places, they're not even looking for people there. And the reason is, is is because the people who are working for them are so happy there that they're happy to refer their friends. The other thing that happens is they're such a great place that they just get, a lot of people applying to work there. Um, one example, there was a company here in Salt Lake a few years ago that all of their developers were the ones speaking at conferences, that were showing up to the users groups, that were out there being proactive in the community. And what that did is it told people, hey, look, the this company hires people that really care about writing good code. They're top-notch people. And so they attracted a ton of folks to come in and actually do development for them. And so they never really actually had to put something out and say, we're hiring. Instead, what would happen is they'd tell their people that they were hiring and those people would go out to the community and talk to the community and say, hey, they're hiring over here. Or they'd talk to people that they thought were qualified and get them in. And so the approach that I take in the book is more along the lines of identifying the kinds of companies you want to work for, figuring out what works for you as far as whether it's salary or benefits or uh, people you work with or your boss or whether they send you to conferences or they pay for online training or they bring people in to do training or any number of other things, right? What matters to you? And, and everybody's going to be a little bit different, right? I mean, if your circumstances are such to where you or somebody in your family has a chronic illness, then maybe your health benefits are going to be the top thing just out of necessity, right? It's not the thing that's going to make you happy, but it's the thing that if you don't have it is going to make you very unhappy. And so you prioritize that, right? Because it's a baseline need. And then you prioritize maybe your boss, right? Because you've had a bunch of terrible bosses And so you prioritize having a great boss, right? So then what you do is you go out and you figure out what places have a great boss running the team that you'd wind up on. And the way that you do that is you wind up going to users groups and you'd go online and find the information. I walk you through the whole process of figuring that out, finding the companies that line up with that. And uh, sometimes you won't be able to figure that out until you get into the interview, right? And so they're interviewing you and then you turn around and ask them a bunch of questions to figure out what kind of person they are or how they run their team. But at some point you're going to evaluate them as far as do they line up with the top two or three things that I really need in this job to enjoy it and get the job. And uh, just to illustrate this a little bit further, I talked to one developer, And he was kind of on the, so I guess they had two tiers of development teams. They had the development team that wrote all of the new features. And then they had the other development team that fixed all the bugs in the old features. And he was on the, the team that was fixing all the bugs. And so um, they tended to spend less money on those folks. They didn't promote those folks. Um, And so what he wanted was either to get on that other team or to go somewhere else where they would actually invest in his ability to learn. And so he wound up prioritizing that, right? So that was his top thing because it was the most painful thing in his current job. And so sometimes people prioritize on that, sometimes people prioritize on on the other things. Usually that's just a matter of how many jobs you've had and whether or not you you know you know what kinds of things are gonna make you happy where you're at. And it's fine to go get a job and then realize, oh, you know what? Um, having a good boss is more important to me than salary or vice versa, right? So you'll figure that out as you go. It's it's kind of an iterative process. But in the, at the end of the day, you figure out if the company's gonna match up. And then what you do is you kind of social engineer your way into the door. So in, in this case, what you're gonna do is once you figured out, okay, this company appears, right? You're still gonna v- validate all that stuff in the interview like we talked about before. You're You're gonna go and you're gonna figure out, okay, this is the company I wanna be at. So let's say you pick ABC company, right? I, I pick an actual real company that is here in Salt Lake in the book, um, for most of my examples. Uh, and it's a company that a lot of my friends have worked at. But let's say ABC company, you figure out ABC company has you know, great benefits, they pay top salary, and the the people on the team are awesome, right? You've heard good things about that team. So what you wind up doing then is, you know, and maybe you validated it on LinkedIn or something, right? So you've you've done some of that homework. I give you like three websites you can go to, to find some of this information out. So you, you go and you say, okay, now who are the people working at this company, right? Who, who's the person that I might be able to connect with to get me in the door? And if you work on, typically you want to work on the boss, and if you don't work on the boss, you want to work on one or two of the more senior people on the team, because they're the people that the boss is going to trust when he's when they say, hey, this person over here is a high quality person. I trust him. I know that um, they'll do a good job. Please interview him, right? Even if you're brand new, it goes a long, long way. And maybe their recommendation is going to be, hey, I know we're looking for a senior person, but this person's demonstrated a certain level of aptitude to be able to pick things up quickly and I think we can ramp them up in a month or two and it may take us longer to find a senior dev right and so then the junior devs get a shot Um, but you only get that shot if you're if you're in if you know people so then you start doing a little bit of homework and finding out what they like what they're about um, you know family life and things like that. And you're not really stalking them so that you can show up and say, I know all this stuff about you. What you're looking for is people tend to identify with people that they can sit down and talk to and find things in common with. Right. And so if you can go and you can say, Hey, how was the Utah jazz basketball game yesterday? Right. Or, you know, my brother's a huge Philadelphia Eagles fan. Right. And so if you, and he's the, he's one of the controllers at a local uh, medical Place so he's an accountant, right? And so if you were trying to get get on the accounting team over there, then you watch the Eagles game, right? And then you go talk to him about it, Um, and get involved and figure out you know what what makes these folks tick, right? Um, Talk about the latest things that are coming up in the technology that you use. Um, Talk about all of the things that are going on in the local area, Um, you know. Find out what the weather is where they're at if you're trying to get remote, right? Well, I heard it was really cold in Atlanta last week. And you can start to, okay, because then you're talking about them. You're talking about their life. You're talking about the things that they're going through and you're demonstrating that you understand it. And that creates a rapport with them. And then you can work with them to get mentored. You can work with them to just hang out and chat. You can ask them about the place that they work you can ask them about the boss, you can find out from them what the boss typically is looking for or interviews for in the interview. And by the time you're done, you make them talk long enough, they're going to feel like you care. And honestly, you should, you know, don't do anything that's disingenuous, you know, but at the same time, I mean, they are a good resource for you. And if you can get them then to invest in you, right? So well, what would you do if you were going to apply? What would you do if you were looking for a job search? Um, I've learned these techniques and these tools and these technologies, but you know, what else should I be learning? Right? And so they begin to invest in you and you build a good relationship with them. And, and it's not just for the ends of getting this job, but build a real relationship because it may turn out that it may pay off later. Um, you may be able to help them. People matter. But at the same time, if you work through that process, then what you can do is you can take that all the way up to well, is there any way that you can help me get in the door for an interview? Or um, if I showed up at your office tomorrow, would you be able to give me a tour or things like that, where you're starting to get your way into the building? And then if you can get into the building, you can get them to introduce them you to their boss. Then you can actually, you know, get into the interview and and get going. And and there's there's a ton more stuff that I that I've written up. But at the end of the day, that's how you get in. And then at the interview, um, there's, there are a ton of tips. I've seen books about interviews, but they tend to focus mostly on the interview questions. I also focus on what you should be asking them. Um, I focus on how you dress, how you look, how you act, and put all of that together for you so that you know what you're doing. And then once you pass the interview and they decide they want to hire you, then they'll give you an offer. And I go into a little bit more about how to negotiate that and maximize your salary. And so um, if you're looking for a great book, a great opportunity to learn this stuff, go get the Max Coder's Guide to Finding Your Dream Developer Job. It'll be on Amazon November 20th and you can go pick it up for 99 cents. And uh, then you know, all I'm really looking for because I've, I've priced it so low for at least a day or two is for you to leave me a review. So if you go buy it, read it um, and then leave me a review on the book. That would be awesome. It would really help me just get the word out on the book. Um, I don't really expect to make a ton of money on it. I'm really actually just looking to get the get this in people's hands because it seems like a lot of people need it. And uh, Amazon seems the best way to distribute it. So definitely go check it out. The Max Coder's Guide to Finding Your Dream Developer Job. You can probably also just find it by my name, Charles Max Wood, and uh, yeah. Uh, definitely looking forward to uh, connecting over this. If you have any questions, you can email me, chuck at devchat.tv. And uh, yeah, that, that, that's all I've really got on the book. I've kind of summarized a bunch of it. Obviously, there's a ton more in the book. There's no way I can cover all of it in this uh, bonus episode. But what I'm really looking for is, yeah, I mean, let's let's give you this opportunity to step up and really knock it out of the park. And, uh, I, have had a few people that were looking for jobs. They'd been looking for a few, few months, uh, you know, and I started coaching them and they found a job within a month. Um, I've had a few people that were in a development job, weren't happy with their job and they wound up in a much better position and negotiated themselves, you know, a 10 to $20,000 raise. And so, you know, spend a dollar and get the benefit. Um and ultimately, I mean, that's all I'm looking for is just to help folks out. And then if this helps you out at all, if you're getting ideas just from me talking about this stuff, then go share it. Go, you know, tweet it or whatever, um, and let people know that this is material that they can use. And uh yeah, that, that's pretty much all I've got. I don't have any picks uh other than just you know, recommendation in the book. Uh the book does give you a whole bunch of other resources. I will also have links back to get the worksheets for the book. So as you're reading through the book, it'll say, hey, use this worksheet. And so there'll be a link back to get the worksheet uh, for the book or for that part of the book. Um, I'm also putting together a video course. If you want more direct uh, training on how to do this stuff from me, um, you can find that at maxcoders.io. And uh, yeah, as far as the staying current stuff, I'm also going to have a course on that on maxcoders.io. And so if you get a subscription, that's the only way you're going to be able to get that particular course. And it'll drip uh, uh, part of the series out to you every week um, and give you a couple of videos on how to stay current. So anyway, if, if all of that's interesting to you, go check it out. Once again, Max Coder's Guide to Finding Your Dream Developer Job by Charles Maxwood. Thanks.